Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it, as we always do. It's time for our Monday morning discipleship, Monday morning. As always, we like to come on on Monday and try to give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so very quickly, uh, if you enjoy what we do here on the Purpose and Beyond podcast, we invite you to consider becoming a sponsor of this podcast. Visit www.patreon.com forward slash Purpose and Beyond to check out the different levels of sponsorship that we offer, some as little as $5 a month. We will be offering exclusive content and merchandise at select levels for our patrons. We do this as a labor of love and an extension of our ministry, but a little support will go a long way in support of the hours of work that we put in to bring you a podcast three times a week. So if you would like to be a sponsor, visit us again at www.patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond. We will definitely appreciate that. And listen, part four of our exclusive series, assigning your name, finding your individual purpose in the world of influence is up now on our Patreon site. We encourage you to go check out uh, those episodes. We believe that you will be blessed by it. Again, part four uh, is up on today, exclusive execution. And so I guarantee you that'll be a blessing to you. So head on over to Patreon and become a sponsor. We will definitely appreciate you doing that. Let's get back to Monday morning discipleship on this morning. Part three of our series, uh, we're talking about the mark of a disciple. This is part three the mark of a disciple. And so uh, we left off last week. We were dealing with some scripture. I said, we're going to pick it up uh, right there on this week. We were dealing with some scripture in second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 and 17. So, so let me, let me do this before we get to the scripture on today. As we talked about being a learner and a follower, we left off last week. Uh, We were dealing with Jesus telling the disciples to take his yoke upon him which is telling us as well, take my yoke up on, on, on you and learn of me. And what have we been talking about in terms of a mark of a disciple and where we want the focus, uh, the attention of, of, of this particular series is the disciple is about being a learner and a follower. And then we've been stressing that we can be disciples of other things and other people, right? But we want to be a learner and a follower of Jesus. Again, we mentioned John the Baptist in this series as well, that John had disciples. But when Jesus showed up, he said, you all, you can stop following me now and follow the one I've been telling you about. And and we'd be all much better off in the church if those of us who had disciples. And by the way, that's not just the pastor or the bishop. I know we like to get on people for following the pastors and the bishop. There are people in the pew that have disciples. Listen, if you've ever been in the church, and I know I've been there before. Uh, if you've ever been in a church that has some dysfunction going on, you know that there are people in the pew that have people that will follow them and hang on their every word. And they'll follow them the same way uh, that they should be following Jesus. And so uh, everybody has the, the capability of, of being uh, having disciples, as it were. And uh, one of the things that, that I always tell people, let me say this very quickly, and especially I would say this to young people. I say, you're a leader, whether you realize it or not. Somebody is following you. Somebody is is getting behind you. Again, over on Patreon, we're talking about uh, um, finding your individual purpose in a world of influence because we're so influenced by so many things. Again, on social media, talk about that in the series. They're called influencers. And there are people who are paid on social media to make you think a certain way, to make you buy a certain thing, right? And so, 
uh, uh, as, as children of God, as Christians, again, as preachers, pastors, teachers, even lay people, we have to be careful, particularly as it relates to what we're talking about today, to make sure that people are following Christ. Again, I appreciate you all that, that listen to the podcast on a regular basis. I appreciate those of you who share the podcast with people who encourage them to listen. And that's great. I appreciate those of you that, that have signed up for Patreon. That's great. But, but my job here <laughs> is to make sure that I'm always pointing you to Christ. You might appreciate my words. Those of you that buy books, you might appreciate the way I write my writing style. All that's great. But everything that I do should be pointing you towards Christ. Are you getting enough Jesus? <laughs> Is there enough Jesus in your diet? Right. And so uh, uh, Jesus says, take my yoke upon on you and learn. So, again, as we as we start off today, there's disciples and there's disciples of Christ. And we're stressing being a learner and a follower. Now, I'm going to go back to that scripture I left off uh, on last week in Second Second Timothy. I'm going to go back there because when we talk about being a learner. And one of the things that I want to stress to you all in this series is that you can't follow if you don't know. I know we think we can. I know we think just coming to church on Sunday is enough. I know we think just having membership is enough. Again, as I touched on in the book, Are We Still Making Disciples? I'm going to pull something else from that on today. One of the things that I keep stressing to people is that the, 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 the subtitle of that book is Pushing the Church Beyond Membership and Sunday Morning Worship. That is not to suggest that membership doesn't matter. A Sunday morning worship doesn't matter. But we need to be beyond that. As disciples, we have to go beyond Sunday morning worship. I know we love worship. I, I enjoy worship. But people's lives are changed. People become disciples with the teaching of the word of God. That's why you see Jesus spending so much time intimately with his disciples. He's teaching. They have to be learners. They have to know what it is that God expects out of them. It's not enough for you to walk around with me. Again, we, we talked about that as well uh, as we've gone through this series, how Jesus said, okay, now it's time for you all to go out into the world. You know, when he sent them out and he called them, and we talked about that, uh, be as wise as, as, as a serpent, but, but as harmless as a dove. It's time for you all to go out into the world and put into practice what you have been taught. So again, in order for us to effectively be disciples, we got to learn something. We got to get to know some things, right? We have to, what, get to Bible class. We have to get to, and, and again, I'm not sticking my chest out, but we have to get to spaces like what, what I'm providing right now. We have to get to a podcast like this. If you can't get to Bible class, uh, you ought to be able to pull something like this up. While you're walking, while you're driving, while you're working out, while you're cleaning the house, you ought to be able to pull something like this up. I, I spend most of my week talking about scripture and talking about God. I spend most of my week. I've shared this with y'all before. Again, before we get back to, 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 the, to these uh, things on, that I want to share on today. There's there's podcasts that's done three times a week. There's preaching on Sunday. There's Bible class on Tuesday. There's a radio broadcast. That's being done. There's a Thursday Bible class that's being done. Never mind all the other conversations that I'm having in the meantime. So I spend most of my time talking and really trying to teach 
and impart and share what God has shared with me through his Holy Spirit. So constantly I'm trying to put people in the mindset of being learners and followers of Jesus Christ. Let me do this before I get to the text on today. Um, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, as we talked about the Great Commission and we talked about and from the book, Are We Still Making Disciples? And we talk about uh, the Great Commission that the true disciple is under initially comes with a call. And so we talked about Jesus uh, calling his disciples. And let me go back back into that when I talked about the fact that Matthew was a tax collector. Uh, James and John came, James and John rather came from a prosperous family and they were fiery and passionate. Right. Here's the thing. Even Judas, who was the black sheep and would eventually betray Jesus, he was chosen and at least given an opportunity. Everybody should be given an opportunity to be a disciple. So this means and I'm reading from the book right now. So this means wherever you are in life, God will call you. And if you make yourself available, he will use you. Let me read a little bit further here. As diverse and as different as each disciple was, they all had purpose. All of the gifts and talents that God gives to each of us are to be used for the purposes of kingdom building. So no matter what God has given you to do with your mind or your body, it was meant to grow the true church and to give him glory. Romans 8 and 28 says that we are called according to his purpose, not our own purposes, but God's purposes. Right. And so let me read this one last last paragraph here and then I'll go back to the scripture on today. This is the beauty. We talk about being a learner and a follower, the mark of a disciple. This is the beauty of the call to discipleship. While many of us believe that there's some sort of drastic change that has to take place in the things that we're capable of doing, the truth is many of us are already doing what we're called to do. We just need to point those gifts, talents, and abilities into godly directions and use them for godly purposes. And then I said here, God never took Saul who was, who was Paul, God never took his passion away. He simply turned it around and used it for kingdom building. He went from being Saul, the tent making Christ persecutor to Paul, the church planning Christ promoter. So again, let, let, let's, let's go a little bit further here. Uh, I want I want to share this with you as we talk about being a learner and follow. Let's go back to the scripture in second Timothy. I want to make sure that we get this on today. So all these things that I'm talking about, all these, these different gifts that these disciples had, all this different stuff, you're saying, okay, these guys had this gift, they had that gift, they had this gift, they had that gift. None of it means anything, y'all, without you being a learner and a follower. Again, God has gifted all of us. God didn't send you here without purpose. He has gifted all of us. But now we have to sit down and we got to learn about him well, learn what it really means to follow, to follow Jesus. One more, one more thing. Let me say here before I get to this text, and I promise we're getting there. Too many of us come into the church, come into the body of Christ with an idea of what we will and won't do and what we are and what we're not going to do. And I want to say this very quickly. If you didn't come to Jesus in a place of submission, you haven't really come. This is not about us sitting down at the table with God and negotiating. Well, let's talk about it, God. Let's talk about what you're going to do for me and what I'm going to do for you. If you haven't fully submitted and saying, I'm going to be a learner and a follower, you haven't really come. You haven't really come all the way. We have this idea. And again, it's a catchphrase. 
And I know this, I know I know the purpose of it. It's trying to get people to connect. I get it. I get it. I get it. I really do. If you uh, take one step towards God, he'll take two towards you. And I know I know the mindset behind it, but let me let me help you all today. All the steps need to be taken by us. Because God is no less God, whether we come or not. We need him. And we're not talking about this enough in church anymore. Uh, uh, we're, we're, I'll say it like this. We think that our absence is going to hurt the church. It might hurt some of them people in the church, but the true church, the, the ecclesia, the called out of God, the, the true church that's really, sir, you're not going to hurt them. God knows how to get some other people in your place. God knows how to bring some other people in. And so we have to be careful how we decide when we come into, I'm coming to this church, but this is a negotiation. You can negotiate with these people. I ain't going to be here all day, pastor. I ain't coming to that on Saturday, pastor. I am not. But when it comes to submitting, being a disciple of Jesus Christ, this is about submission. This is about saying, okay, what would you have me to do? Let, let's go to that scripture. Let's go to that scripture very quickly. I don't want to run out of time today. Second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 and 17. Let me share that with you from the New Living Translation. All scripture, I shared this last week. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Let's deal with that. That's what we're going to deal with for the rest of the day. We got about 10 minutes left here. Let's deal with that. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong with our lives. What did I just say? When we come to God, when we come to Jesus, I want to be a disciple. Understand that you are not in a position of authority. A learner and a follower submits. Think about it uh, in this sense. Think about it in this sense of you being in school. You have to submit to teaching. Otherwise, you're going to fail this class. You have to submit and say, okay, even if I think this professor don't know what he's talking about, he's in a position of authority. She's in a position of authority. I have to submit to the teaching so that I can get this grade. The difference is, obviously, we're not dealing with, 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 with man things. We're dealing with spiritual things. And this Bible just told us, if you're going to be a learner and a follower, right? It says, listen, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful. This, the, the, the scripture is a tool. The scripture is something that will help you. It's not something that you and I should run away from. Again, I, I shared this on my Tuesday Bible class. Uh, I think last week I shared this thought. And I talked about the fact we've been studying the book of James. And by the way, um, if you want to join us for our Tuesday Bible class, it is on Zoom. You're more than welcome. Um, go to the ministry's Facebook page and uh, or actually go to the, the church Facebook page for the Kingdom Christian Church. If you have not done so already, like and follow that page for the Kingdom Christian Church. Go to that page 
and you'll see the flyer for Bible class. You can join us. I don't care where you're coming from. You can join us for our Tuesday Bible class. And so all the all the Zoom information will be there. I don't want to get into that right now, but but just go to the church page and you'll see it there. But anyway, let me move on. I shared this thought in Bible class when I when I talked about uh, people's reluctance to come to Bible class. And I said that people feel like if I don't know, I'm not responsible. So if I go to Bible class, if we dig into the scriptures, the more I know about scripture, the more responsible I become. Now, hear me good. It doesn't mean that you automatically start doing right at every turn of your life, but you become more responsible. You understand right and wrong. What what to say, right? It's useful to teach us what is true. That's what the scripture does. It'll teach you what is true. And it'll also make us realize what is wrong in our lives. That's what scripture does. So when I submit to learning, when I sit down and I say, okay, I'm going to be a learner and a follower. So I need to sit down. I need to let somebody tell me about the scripture. And yes, by all means, ask questions. If you're not clear, ask questions. But the answers are in the scriptures. Don't try to rewrite the Bible. Don't try to, as I like to say, don't try to talk God out of being God. I say this for my Thursday Bible class. I teach it at, at an assistant living facility and I teach the seasoned saints. And I tell them all the time, I love coming down here because you all are not down here trying to talk God out of being God. When you see something in the scripture, you either say amen or you say ouch. You, you don't say, well, did it really mean that? No, it's right there in the scripture. So anyway, this Bible, as, as, as Timothy says here, all scripture, as Paul says rather to Timothy, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true. So again, you can have questions about what you see, but don't question whether or not it's true. Now that's for Christians. I know the world operates different. It's the truth. You may have questions so you can better understand the truth, but don't try to change it because it's the truth. It, it, it teaches us what's true. And then it makes us realize what is wrong in our lives. Now here, here, right here, if we're going to be disciples, if we're really going to be disciples of Jesus Christ and not just church members and not just people who show up every Sunday, if we're really trying to be a learner and a follower, we ought to want to know what's wrong. You ought to want to know what's wrong in your life. It makes no sense for you to go to the doctor and the doctor diagnoses you and runs tests and all this other stuff. And you say, I'm going to get out of here before you give me the results. I came here for a reason. I came here because I'm uncomfortable. I came here because there's pain in my body. I came here because something doesn't feel right inside of me. And then they run a battery of tests and then you run out of the doctor's office before they give you the results. Do you want to know or not? Because if you, if, if you know, then you'll know what we can do. Can I, can I help you a little bit further here? I, I like to use this analogy about the doctors. Can I help you a little bit further here? Um, I was preaching one time and I, I shared this thought and I said, listen, most times, not all the time, most times when there's something wrong with us in our bodies and we have to go to the doctor, a simple change in lifestyle can sometimes alleviate whatever's going on. You may go to the doctor and say, hey, I'm having this going on. And the doctors run tests and they say, hey, there's too much of this in your body. You need to stop eating that. Well, I've been eating that all my life, doc. Yeah, but you're getting older and your body's changing, so you can't do it no more. 
as you get older, you can't do the things that you used to do anymore. Um, it's catching up to you. It's probably never good for you. <laughs> now it's catching up to you. So if you just stop doing that, you'll be okay. And I was preaching and I was sharing this thought one time and I said, you know, this is how we are. This is how we are. When the doctor says, listen, if you cut this out of your diet, you'll find that your body will correct itself. No, we'll say to the doctor, is there something you can give me? Know what we're saying when we say that to the doctor? Is there something you can give me? We're saying, doc, I don't plan on not doing this. So if you can give me a pill that will allow me to keep on doing this, I'd rather have that than to give that up. How's that tie in? You might have caught that. How's that tie in to what we're talking about here on today? This Bible will tell you what's going on in your life. That's what the scripture says. It's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what's wrong with our lives. Once you realize that you ought to do something about it. Instead of saying, well, God, how much is I'll, I'll share it like this. I got a couple minutes left here. There was a meme that I saw on social media. And uh, it says that the church has changed from what must I do to be saved to how much can I do and still be saved? We used to ask, what must I do to be saved? Now we're saying, how much can I do, God, and still be considered saved? And that that is that is in a nutshell right there. But 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 the 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 letter here to Timothy says, listen, it's going to tell you what's wrong in your life, and then it goes on to say, it corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what to do what is right. So while we're running from the word, while we're running from learning, while we're trying to avoid what the Bible says a disciple should be, the healing is right there. How to make you better is right there. It corrects us when we are wrong. Right? You're not going to be a learner and a follower of Jesus and Jesus never tells you when you're wrong. It corrects us when we're wrong and it tells us, uh, it teaches us rather to do what is right. One more thought before I deal with, and I'll deal with more of this on next week. One more thought uh, concerning that. I often tell people about the Holy Spirit and you all have heard me probably say this on the podcast. The Holy Spirit is a leader and a guide. And if you're saved, you've never sinned. If you're saved from the moment you got saved, you you have not sinned and the Holy Spirit did not warn you. How can you be so confident, Pastor? Because what kind of leader and guide would the Holy Spirit be if it never told you you were going in the wrong direction? And we used to sing a song years ago. The failure is not in God, it's in me. So the failure is not in any part of the Godhead. The failure is not in the Holy Spirit. If you sin it, if I'm sinning, and pastor's guilty, I don't want y'all to make, I'm not trying to make you think I'm perfect. Pastor's done wrong. But it, it, it never happened without the Holy Spirit saying, hey, you know you're wrong. You know you're wrong. I could deal with, I don't want to run into that today, about exposure. God doesn't expose everything that we do wrong because he's gracious and he's willing to work with us. I know a lot of people tell you that you keep, you know, God going to expose it. God don't expose it all because God can sometimes change us before he has to expose us. Last thing here. I got a couple minutes left. Last thing. I want to get to this verse 17. God will, we'll pick it up here next week. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. God uses his word to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. So what what are we talking about? The mark of a disciple 
is one who submits and says, I need to learn of you and follow you. Why? So that I can fulfill what's in 2 Timothy 3 and 17, so that I may be equipped to do every good work, not some good works. The word of God will equip you to do every good work. What do you mean when you say that, Pastor, in closing? What do you mean when you say that? If you get in the word, there aren't any good works that will be too difficult for you to do. Case in point, I'll put this at the top of the list because this is where we struggle a lot. Loving your enemy. Everybody tells you, I can't love them people. I can't. If you get in the word, you can. And I'm not telling you you're going to be excited about it, but the Holy Spirit has a way of tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. You'll be all right. We can do this. We can do this. So this Bible, as we talk about being a learner and a follower, will equip you to be a disciple. Scripture will equip you to be a disciple and not just a church member, not just a bench member, as we call it. The Bible will equip you to be a disciple. And I always have to stress it and stress this rather not to make an excuse for you. But to help you to be patient with yourself and have a little grace about yourself. The Bible doesn't make you perfect, but the Bible can help you and equip you to do every good work and show you where your deficiencies are. Discipleship is not about being perfect. And, and maybe that's why people run away from it because I don't necessarily want that discipleship title. I just want to be a church member. Discipleship is not being perfect. How do you know that pastor? Just go read up on the disciples. That's what I'm saying. The Bible is here to help you go read up on the disciples. They messed up a lot while Jesus was with them. They messed up when he left. We're human. But you always can go back to the word and say, okay, where did I mess up and how can I do better next time? A learner and a follower. And understand this. And I promise, promise, promise I'm done. Y'all know I close at least three times each week. Learner and follower are active words. There's no end. I'm a learner of Jesus. I'm still a learner of Jesus right now. A follower. I'm still following right now. So these are active words that's ongoing. And we'll pick it up there next week. The mark of a disciple is ongoing training. So we'll pick it up there on next week and we may close it out next week. We'll see what the Lord says. I said I was going to do four weeks on this. We'll see what the Lord says on next week. And that's all the time that we've got for this week's Monday Board of Discipleship. I hope you all were blessed by what we shared on today. Here's let, let me give our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that. Go to the ministries website, www.krjministries.org, or you can go to our Facebook page, uh, Kelly R. Jackson Ministries on Facebook. You can also purchase any of our written works, www.krjpublishing.com. Purchase this book, Are We Still Making Disciples? And again, wherever you listen to this podcast, we encourage you to hit that subscribe button, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. And again, you can listen on Facebook at the ministries page, Kelly R. Jackson Ministries. Hit the subscribe button. Share it on your page. Share it with your friends and family. If it's being a blessing to you, let somebody know, listen, you don't want to miss this podcast. Again, we encourage you to sign up on our Patreon site so you can get uh, exclusive content. We're going to be sharing uh, the, well, actually, it's already up today, uh, part four of our series, uh, our exclusive series, Signing Your Name, uh, Finding Your Individual Purpose in a World of Influence. That is up on the Patreon site. We encourage you 
go to patreon.com forward slash purpose and beyond sign up become a patron and support us in the work of ministry and we would definitely appreciate you for doing so that's all the time that we've got for monday morning discipleship again i pray that you all are blessed by what we had to share on today god bless you and god keep you as my prayer as always we'll see y'all all next time be blessed